0: You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM.
1: Yes, he is here, Pete Weatherburn, a vet, and uh, Pete is from Bray Vet on Old Connor in Bray. You're very welcome, Pete. Thanks for coming in to us. And you're talking to us about insects. Now, usually insects are a problem when it comes to our pets with all sorts of uh, bad things they can do. But this time, maybe the pets are going to get their... Um, own back on the old insects, is it? And eat them, so tell us the story. Yeah, well, um, just
0: this this bag of food just arrived at our clinic this morning and it's a sample that's been sent out to me by a company called Yora, Y-O-R-A, and they've just launched an insect-based dog food on the market. Now, I'm not sure that it's available directly in Ireland yet because this comes from the UK, they've launched it there first but we will be seeing it here soon, undoubtedly. And it's a fascinating concept. And this goes back to, I suppose, first of all, our concern about um, the changing um, climate. And there's no doubt that additional farming practices do produce a lot of greenhouse gases, and we know that insects produce less greenhouse gases. So if um, pet owners are worried about the impact of their pets on the environment, one thing they could do is change to insect-based foods. As well as that, when it comes to animal welfare issues, um, we know that you can make um, dogs put them onto a vegetarian-type diet, but it's simpler to put them onto an insect-based diet. And indeed, cats can go onto an insect-based diet and have all of their nutritional needs kept, met, rather. So, um, you know, so there's a number of reasons why people might want an insect-based pet food. Um, And the interesting thing about it is that apparently it tastes quite nice. And I'll tell you how I know that. You've put it to the test. One of our vet nurses, Hannah, and good on you, Hannah, she has no qualms about tasting dried pet food. And she'll happily take any one of the bags of pet food that we'll have and take a couple of nuggets, pop them into her mouth and crunch them up and go, hmm, yes, that's a good one. (laughs) I, I can't do that, Declan. I've tried to eat food, and I'll lift it to my mouth, and something just stops me from doing it. I just can't put it in my mouth and crunch it. But she does it happily, and she tasted the insect-based food and said,
1: hmm, that tastes quite tasty. And she, she, she uh, I was going to say, wagged her tail or something like that. <laughs> but I'm sorry, Hannah, that was only a joke that crossed my mind, or something like that. Well, no, well Fair well, play well, to her, because it's just turned your stomach or something, wouldn't
0: well, it? it? I, I, I did <laughs> once, uh, live on air with, TV, with TV3, I, I did tr- taste some... Um, wet dog food made by Lily's Kitchen, which is particularly, you know, it's marketed as, I don't know, venison stew with all sorts of added vegetables, and it's marketed as a as a particularly delicious um, dog food. So I tried some on air, and I have to say, it, it, it Probably didn't taste that bad, but I had a great deal of difficulty managing to put it in my mouth and chew it and swallow it just because of the idea of it. It just sounds a bit um, disgusting, yeah. however nice it tastes. And it's that mental block stops us from tasting food. But anyway, um, getting over the mental block, um, I did actually once eat a maggot deliberately. And it, um, what I mean by that was when I say maggot, I mean an insect larvae, which is what we're talking about when we talk about insect-based foods. And I was in, I was in Thailand on the tourist trail, and they, were, they had silkworms, and they were boiling the silkworms and offering them around. And so I ate a silkworm, which looked exactly like just a big maggot. And the funny thing was that it did taste very nice. It tastes, once you got, again, once you got over the idea of putting this maggot into your mouth and crunching it, it actually tasted like kind of creamed sweet corn, really very pleasant. So they say that insect-based pet foods are very palatable to animals. That they do like the taste of them.
1: Right, well, back in 2015, Mm -hmm. we spoke to somebody here in County Wicklow Mm -hmm. about all this, and I found the article from the Irish Times, how it was covered um, at the time. And here it is. Not many farmers started their careers by keeping stock in a hot press. But Tara Elliott is not like many farmers. She is rearing crickets and mealworms and beetles and believes she could be Ireland's first commercial insect farmer. Currently, all live edible insects used to feed reptiles, birds, and other pets must be imported. So, as part of her Master of Science thesis, she's exploring opportunities for developing an insect industry for human food and livestock feed. She's on a one-woman mission to get Ireland eating insects. And, uh the uh, UN Food and Agriculture Organization uh, is quoted here as encouraging people to consider insects as a nutritious and cheap food source, given that the global human population is expected to reach 9 billion by 2050. And Tara is from Blessington in County Wicklow. So we haven't checked in with her since 2015. I wonder if she's still going strong or she's yeah. going on to take on the world, but she might be worth catching up with. It
0: would be interesting to find out. Clearly what she's doing is she's producing whole insects. This is a little bit different, I think now, because what they 're doing is they're producing great big vats like i suppose they're like greenhouses full of of insects, eggs which hatch out into into maggots, which are then harvested and ground up and put into these little pellets like so the food actually looks doesn't look at all insecty, really it looks exactly like normal kibble, you know the little brown biscuity things, and it looks and smells. And apparently, as Hannah says, it tastes very similar to to regular pet kibble. Another interesting aspect of this, by the way, is that some dogs get allergies to pet food. And the allergy is to a particular protein in the pet food. So in the past, we've we've tried to to, to tackle that by using um, unusual proteins, like um, giving dogs kibble that's made from venison, perhaps, or from... um, uh, perhaps from mutton, from, so, so proteins aren't in most dog foods but a, a new way of doing it would be to use insect-based kibble for food allergy because there's no way a dog could ever be allergic to insect protein because they would never have eaten insect protein. In order to be allergic to something, you have to have experienced it in the past, you see. So it's likely that insect-based foods will become part of the vet's armory in tackling itchy dogs. So you might put a dog on a trial of insect-based food in order to see if their itchy skin is caused by a food allergy.
1: Yeah, do dogs need meat? We probably get texts and things and people say, dogs actually need meat, you know, that sort of way. Um,
0: No, dogs don't need meat. All of their needs can be met from vegetable-based ingredients. They do need a balanced diet, by the way. You have to make sure that whatever you give them has been um, nutritionally assessed to make sure it's the right combination of carbohydrate, protein, fats, um, minerals, vitamins and so on. And one of the advantages you see of using a commercial pet food like this Yora insect-based food is that the manufacturers are legally obliged to do that testing on the food so that you can be certain that it's complete. Like You couldn't just start feeding your dog a load of old maggots every day and think that it's going to have a proper diet. You know, it has to be done in a very balanced way. And so um, commercial pet food is legally obliged to to, to make sure that, that it is properly nutritionally balanced, yes. So dogs don't need to eat meat, they just need to have nutrients that... That are balanced. Cats, in contrast, absolutely do need to eat meat um, because there's there's some particular nutrients, some vitamins um, and essential fatty acids that they can only get from from meat-based products. You can manufacture those now in the laboratory, um, but you have to be very very scientific about doing that. And it's there are vegan um, cat foods out there, but it's still quite controversial because if a cat is is, is fed uh, a diet that's free of meat, they can end up being extremely ill. They can even die as a consequence, c- because they need these nutrients so much.
1: Alright, okay. Well, might, might be uh, something into the debate. We had two farmers on earlier on, well, somebody from Irish Farmers Journal and a farmer. We're talking about the Lance's report and all that sort of mm, stuff. Of
0: course, yeah. Yeah, so how so, did
1: you take it now as a vet, and uh, given what you're saying about cats actually need to eat other animals?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I think People tend to take these things to extremes. I think the general message is that we should all be eating a bit less meat, uh, and that's the human side of it. The animal side of it, in actual fact, pet food I think generally is quite environmentally sound to the extent that it's usually made from the byproducts of the, the meat industry. So um, you know they they use the, the the bits of animals that we humans don't like to eat, and the animals are quite happily munch them up. So. Um, it's not like there's loads and loads of animals that are killed specially to make pet food. It's more that um, the pet food manufacturers go to the uh, abattoirs and say, well, what have you got left that you don't want? And we'll use that to put it into pet oh, food. Right. Okay. So, so, so in that way, pet food is ecologically sound compared to many other types of food. Mm-hmm. By the way, Declan, would you like one of these kibbles? Look, they look
1: quite tasty. Thank you.
0: Do you want one? No. <laughs> I'll leave it to Hannah. <laughs> uh,
1: thanks, uh, Peace. Um, I wonder how Tara Ellie is getting on. We're trying to look up uh, do we have a number for Tara? Hmm. I wonder if she's still in business in Blessington. Tara! Are you still making the insects there, or harvesting them, or whatever, in Blessington? How's it all going? And if we do find her, I'll give you a shout. All right. But uh, Hannah is ready to tuck in, anyway, tonight to her meal, is she? I
0: think she's got her Friday night dinner sorted now, yes. (laughs) Yeah, very good.
1: All right, Pete, thanks very much indeed. Thanks for dropping in.